Hello, everybody. This is Nels Davis, and this is episode 157 of the Secrets of Product Management podcast. And it is our 2023 retrospective. And so just share a few things about the podcast, talk about what's going to come up in 2024, and hope you're all having a great beginning of the year. So let's see, a few stats. In 2023, we posted 34 episodes that included seven reruns. I did start a few topics that need more episodes. I did a couple episodes on anti-fragility. I did a couple episodes on the PRD as the product Bible. So hopefully whetted your appetite for some more stuff that's going to come in 2024. I did five interviews, and I have actually three interviews in the can already for 2024. And I will be increasing the ratio of interviews a lot higher in 2024. There's some reasons I'll, I'll get into that about why interviews will become a bigger part. Now, starting in mid-2022, my monthly downloads almost doubled from the previous year. And they held mostly steady throughout 2023. Consistency helps a lot with that. My biggest download month for the podcast was 2,481 downloads. And my best episode was about 320 downloads in the first 30 days after release. I think these numbers kind of put my show in the top 50% of podcasts and probably significantly higher than that in the list of product podcasts, but not necessarily where I'd like to be. In terms of what went well, sort of the traditional retrospective questions, well, 34 was the largest number of episodes I've ever done in a year, so that was a good accomplishment. It's not quite weekly yet, but there are quite a few four-episode months, so I feel good about that. I did rerun seven episodes, at, partly to help me with getting to the total of 34, but they were really good, and I'm happy that I now have a back catalog of episodes that's very strong and mostly evergreen. I didn't have too many interviews in 2023, but a few of them were awesome, especially Dan Balkowski on pricing in episodes 134 and 135. So generally, I felt pretty good about the episodes that went out and the podcast as a whole. What did not go as well, though? Well, there's a few specific things and some bigger things. I've been unhappy with my experiments with ChatGPT. I tried to do a show where ChatGPT sort of wrote the script or wrote the outline. I didn't even write the script, but I was still not very happy with it. And so I think ChatGPT has a ways to go in terms of creating content that will work for me, at least that I'm satisfied with. As always, consistency, 34 episodes is great, but it's not 52, which is really kind of what my target would be. I did have a few technical glitches that I need to manage better. I have one interview, as I mentioned. I've got several in the can, but one of them, I actually had a recording problem. I think I'll be able to pull out a good episode from it, but it, it was really sort of terrible, and it's not going to be as good as it would be if my recording stuff had worked better. I did purchase Descript, which is an awesome tool for recording audio and video and editing it. It's it's kind of amazing what it does. You record a video and an audio, and then you can actually edit the video by editing the transcript of the video. It's quite amazing, and it's got a lot of other cool things. But I have not figured out how to make the workflow with Descript as fast as my workflow with Audacity has been. Audacity has still been far faster. And I think this is a combination of it and me. But as I say, I do have high hopes, and I'm going to continue to work with Descript. I'm recording this episode in Descript, and we'll edit it in Descript. And there's a lot of benefits to that, and I'll get to that in a minute. 
I do keep thinking I'm going to get the marketing side of the podcast ramped up, but so far that hasn't really happened. I do feel this is an area where ChatGPT could be a major help in terms of helping me create show notes, helping me create outlines, and and making LinkedIn posts about the episode and, and helping me come up with quick posts and things like that. So one thing ChatGPT is really good at is it's good at making summaries and outlines from existing content like the scripts and transcripts from my podcast. So I'm hoping that that's going to be the saving grace for ChatGPT in 2024. Another thing that didn't go as well, I kind of hit a creative wall toward the end of the year in terms of what to podcast about. And my fix for this is really to work on filling the well of my own brain with reading and listening to podcasts and books. I have a goal of reading 24 books in 2024. I want to read a dozen nonfiction books, you know, meaning business books and things like that, and a dozen fiction, and not all thrillers, which is what I mostly read, but actually some serious fiction as well. So I'm not getting off to a great start on that, although as I record this, it's only the first of the year. So I've got a lot of time, but I do feel that that's one of the things that I need to do is to really start to do some woodshedding in terms of just filling my brain back up with knowledge and information about product management and sales and business and all the different things. Right now, what I'm reading is User Stories Applied by Mike Cohn. It's a book that has been out for a couple decades, I think. And I do talk a lot about user stories and my problems with them. And I felt like I really needed to read the book about user stories to have a better leg to stand on in terms of my critiques. So far, as I'm reading it, I think a lot of my critiques are still valid, <laughs> but it is really interesting to sort of read one of the original books about user stories and how to use them. And in terms of the creative wall, I have done 150 plus episodes of the podcast. and In some ways, I feel I've covered everything, which isn't actually true, of course. And in fact, many of those 150 episodes include some kind of a promise at the end to talk more about this in a future episode. And mostly I have never done those. So there's a lot of opportunity there, and that's going to require a little bit of listening back to some of the episodes and seeing where I left holes. And I think that's actually going to be a big opportunity for 2024. And I'm also making other changes in 2024 to help address this as well. So what will I be doing in 2024? I mentioned that, I have, that I'm using Descript now. Now I just have to figure out how to make using it as easy as editing an Audacity. It's got some real power, and it will enable me to do video much more easily, which will be great. I want to do more marketing for the podcast just so I can let more people know about it, make sure that it gets a bigger audience and things like that. And I will be able to do that partially driven by some capabilities that the script has. And I think, as I say, this is also a good use for ChatGPT. I will be doing more interviews. I mentioned this also at the beginning, both to widen the content because I don't know everything. You know, I mentioned the interview with Dan Belkowski about pricing. And I, that was just a, such a great addition to the podcast. And I want to get more stuff like that. And also to widen the audience, because a lot of folks have audiences that would be interested in what we do here on the podcast. And I want to get that out to them. I'm also planning to do more video, or at least some video. I don't know if you care about seeing me on video in terms of like a whole podcast episode on video. Let me know if you do. I know there, there's lots of podcasts nowadays that come out on both video and audio. I tend to be an audio person. But I do think that at least some clips would be good, you know, of highlights and things like that, particularly when I've got a guest. So in terms of content to look forward to, there's going to be a lot more about go-to-market and related topics. I'm especially really interested in the case where 
you have a product with some customers who are happy, but you can't make a repeatable sales model. I think there's some basic things that you can do in a situation like that that will make it much better. I've done some of them myself in the past, and I know that many other people have solved that problem. But I think there's lots of companies that fail because they don't figure out how to make that transition from I've got a product that does something useful and some customers are making use of it in that way, but we can't figure out how to get the sales model to work. And as I say, I think there's some typical things that can go wrong in that process. And they can be fixed relatively easily. Not in the sense of it's actually easy to do it. The effort level is small. The organizational type of change is often very challenging for companies. I'm also going to talk a lot about getting into product management. I've already done a lot of talking about getting into product management, especially for people from non-traditional roles. And this includes things like telling your own stories, which I've covered a lot in the, in the podcast, and evading gatekeepers, which I took on already in episode 153. And as I said in episode 146, this was about resumes, product managers are amazing as a rule. I mean, we've all done amazing things and we have amazing backgrounds, but that often doesn't shine out as well in their, in their resumes, and I'd like to help people fix that. I do want to do more on rethinking big topics like PRDs, like I started to do in episodes 149 and 150. AI, of course, will be a topic on everyone's lips, including mine, and I'd like to see if I can finally rest it to my will in 2024. You know, so far, it hasn't shown its utility to me in terms of creating content. It's just not interesting or engaging enough in terms of what it puts out, but there are some useful things in it, and we definitely want to keep looking at that and seeing how we can make use of that for maybe at least utility work, if even if not direct content creation. And then I will be doing more interviews. I loved having Dan Balkowski on, talking about pricing. I learned a lot. I want to have more people on that I can learn from, like Dan. I have in the past prioritized non-product managers on the show because I felt there was a lot of value in getting their perspectives on what product management can do for them and what they can do for product managers. But I'm going to mix it up a little bit more in 2024. For example, uh, one of the recordings that I have, one of the interviews I have already recorded, is Steve Johnson of Product Growth Leaders and formerly of Pragmatic Marketing. He'll be on. This interview's already been recorded. Mike Smart of Egress Solutions, a guy I've worked with a lot and an expert in go-to-market, and another former Pragmatic Marketing guy will be on the show soon. And so generally I'll, I'll be talking a little bit more to product managers and at least people who are product management thought leaders or maybe product management trainers or teachers. That will be some folks who will be coming on the podcast as well. And then the other thing on the new content, and this is something that would be totally new. I'm not totally sure how it's going to work, but I'd love to start doing some coaching episodes where someone, you come on the show and you have a particular challenge or something you'd like to learn more about or get some guidance on or whatever it might be. And we go through a coaching process where I can help you figure out how to get the next steps, how to think about a, a problem better or in a, a more useful way, something like that. And so that's something that I'm hoping we can get a few coaching episodes going. They're a lot of fun. They're really fun to listen to. One of my favorite podcasts, which is not a product management podcast, but more of a business focused podcast, um, Almost all the episodes are coaching, and they're just they're just so amazing. It's so amazing to hear this person come up with these great ideas, and I feel like I can do that to some degree as well. So that would be fun for me, and I think educational for, for you. 
So there's three things you can start doing to put these ideas into practice. You know, I always have the three things you can start doing. I didn't actually give you any new ideas in this episode. So instead, I have some other action items that you can do. One of them is reach out on LinkedIn or via email to me with episode ideas, questions for me, or if you'd like to come on the show for a coaching episode, definitely reach out. I'd love to talk to you about that. And the chances are good that that could happen. I also suggest checking out the back catalog of episodes of the podcast you might have missed. There are a lot of them, and some of them are very good. Uh, if I do say so myself, I often do actually re-listen to my episodes just to see if they still stand up, and, and they tend to. I think they're really quite good still. And if you want a suggestion on episodes related to particular topics or that you should maybe start with, you can reach out to me again on LinkedIn, and I'll help you out. I'll give you some some guidance on that. And if you like the show or a particular episode, leave a review or a like on your podcast platform or on Apple Podcasts or recommend an episode to a friend. That has an amazing impact on expanding the show's reach and discoverability, and I really appreciate it. If you leave a review, I might even read it out on a future episode. Isn't that exciting? That's the retrospective for 2023, and obviously the next episode is going to be just off on some new topic like always. And then I say, I've got a bunch of interviews that are coming up as well. Those will all be coming up in early 2024. And hope you enjoyed listening to the show. I enjoy doing it. I really do. I'm always a little distraught when I can't think of good topics for episodes. So I'm looking forward to filling my brain back up and to start getting a lot more consistent in putting out the episodes. And I hope that is great for you as well. I hope you're getting value from it. And definitely let me know if you are. And in fact, let me know if you aren't. I'd love to hear your feedback either way. Anyway, this has been Nels Davis. And until next time, bye-bye.